episode of black otakus of the culture episode 73 and you're listening to us off the you tweaking media platform man so you know how we get down here but glad to be back got the uh squad on here minus one uh go ahead and introduce yourselves yo it's trust now what up it's cam all right cool hopefully we'll get dc on later uh Interesting, good. I would say interesting week in terms of the culture and all of that. Not much really happened, but we still got a show to do. And Tony Hawk was announced, so big things. But before we get to all of that, uh, let's get to what we've been reading, watching, and playing this past week. Uh, reading, uh, read My Hero. My Hero is really good. Uh, niggas are actually going to be turned to packs probably within the next three chapters, hopefully. So. Uh, be on the lookout for that. Demon Slayer. Uh, <laughs> that's all I can say. Uh, my hero. I mean, not my hero. I mean, One Piece. It's actually pretty decent. Uh, and Promise Netherland actually came back and they killed Mom. So, fuck that manga, G. Um, I killed uh, Isabella. Yes. Just to protect the freaking Emma. So she's shaping up to be a lovely character, isn't she? I was hurt. They literally went on delay for a month just to kill off the best character. But whatever. Um so moving on. Uh watching. Uh so after I finished Clone Suba and not really having something I could watch or really feel inside to watch, I just had to find something to watch. Uh, new to watch and I was just scrolling through Crunchyroll and I decided to actually watch um that anime called uh what's it called be exact because it's long ass goddamn title um is meeting girls in the in a dungeon wrong or something like that whatever whatever oh yeah yeah um Don Machi there we go that's even better I'm just gonna call it that Don Machi so me thinking off the title, because I never watched it because I'm like looking at the title, it just seems like some harem bullshit that I was probably gonna get annoyed with. And it's pretty much Isekai, it's pretty much Isekai, pretty much. So, watching it, and it's actually pretty goddamn good. Uh, still has its Isekai, Isekai quirks in and all of that, but it's actually pretty decent. So, uh, in that aspect, and I actually like the main character. So shout out to uh, that nigga. I like the opening too. Opening is really fire, really really fire. Both seasons is really fire. So shout out to that and, but yeah, I really enjoy it. It's actually pretty good. I'm on season two, uh, when he's dealing with the uh Amazon black women trying to take his soul. So be that way sometimes. So I've been watching that. Tower of God slapped this week. Um, really really freaking slapped. Uh. That's all I could really say is best anime of this season easily. And I really wish it could keep going and going. Uh, watched the sports anime of this season. Those been really decent. And I caught up on the Kukushi Goto anime. 
uh that's been really good as well so that's it for i've been watching and playing done a lot of playing this week so re-downloaded slash rebought grand theft auto we've been having a lot of fun with that i can't cap especially when you have money it allows you to have more fun so grand theft auto has been really fun 2k's been cool uh the league hasn't pissed me off for like two weeks straight so i take it and of course been playing the baseball play resident evil was very close to beating it but daytrail kept inviting me to parties and a nemesis murdered me each time he sent an invite so i took that as a sign um but yeah so that's it for playing this week so that's it for me here go man i'm gonna be really freaking short um watched play so red let's do that red um nothing because i don't know if you want to count being a slayer but i don't even count what i did with reading it was listening to dc um <laughs> literally um in terms of um watching i'm still heartbroken over your line april so i haven't did i haven't watched any new anime other than you know weekly watching um what is that show called um Tower of god yeah Tower of god other than weekly watching that um i did like today episode two uh I really kind of see how folks with the blonde hair and horns going to end up, you know, getting his butt kicked because eventually he's going to get his ass kicked. So I want to see how he's getting his butt kicked in the future. Um, really cool. Uh, I don't know, like, in, in one aspect, the characters are like friends. And then on the aspect, they hate each other, which is kind of cool to me because you'll never know when somebody stab each other in the back because of it. Because, like, it kind of, like, in the first episode, it all seems like everybody was going to be Bam's rival, except for um, cool name, I mean uh, Bam's, Rack. like Bam's uh, people, Bam is going to have to mollywop except for uh, Rock and um, cool. in his bag, homie. But now, it seems like Bam is making friends with everybody and, and it's not like something like that's like everybody likes Bam. That when he comes across, I guess he's one of them type niggas. Um, he's the main character too. Yeah, that's true. Control. That's true. Um, so he he kind of is like uh, everybody rocking with him. So I was like, huh? But I, I'm pretty sure when the stakes get higher, the the bonds start to break. So um, we got a little you know stuff about Green Shorty. So it was cool. Um, everybody seemed to have an effed up backstory. We don't even know what the heck Bams is, but it like this episode gave us two. Um, and I guess it's, everybody's gonna have something, a reason why they climbed that tower, and it's all gonna be effed up. Probably the only person who won't have an effed up one is the Rock Lee guy. He probably just climbing it because he ain't got nothing better else to do. Um, <laughs> but all in all, it was a cool episode. Um, so just going to playing. So like Chris said, play GTA. Uh, unlike him, I don't have a lot of money, but I also really, 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 really don't care. Um, I just play because the guys we playing, and uh, and I'm kind of like a hired gun. I, I come and absorb bullets for niggas, mm, um, and proceed to drive off. Uh, and I am really, really lucky in this game because every time I spin the wheel at the casino, I get the new car. And I'm telling you, I, everybody else re-roll the wheel like they. 
I'm not doing that because low on the screen, this game is atrocious, and I'm not going to keep doing that just for a card that's kind of mediocre. So, mm. uh, but I do end up getting a card each time. And a shout out to that. Um, the league in 2K, I, like I said, I play that game on autopilot, and half the time I lose. So, oh, well, about to lose until I stop playing on autopilot and I win, or I end up losing because some dude that played in the 1940s hit a clutch shot. But, um, yeah, it's like part of me wants to up the difficulty, but I don't feel like getting yelled at, so I'm not gonna do it. Um, what's another game played? Play, oh, look, I fellow people in the podcast, right? That listens, right? If there's anything people know about us, we slander a lot of stuff. We do. one of those games. Is Overwatch now? Before y'all call me a backpedaling Blizzard sucker, I came up with myself. Um, we every new first-person shooter and or what me and our homies call squad games have came out has either lasted for one month or they suck. So we have to go back to games that came out in 2016 and 15. Okay, and um, the thing is, we enjoyed overwatch for a time it just we hated it we grew to hate it and me personally like i am i like am i having the time of my life no because i get really annoyed in that game really fast because of like the way the way people play and not necessarily my homies but the way of the random we get or like just people are scared to play healer or tank and it's not like me, in which I am just bad at everything else other than healer. And t- I mean, other than tank. But like, if if it's need of a healer, I'll play it. If it's a, if we in need of a tank, I mean, a DPS, I'll play it. And did my controller just turn off? Okay, no. Um, fortunately, my my fuse about to start tweaking. Oh. Um, but like, I I'll do those things. Um, but for other people, it's like they're allergic. It's like. Shoot, I'm up since we in arcade quick play. I'm gonna put Widow and I'm a snipe, get slapped. And then the, the so happy we will get a healer like my man Smother Biscuit or whatever his name was. <laughs> Saucy like, Biscuit. Saucy Biscuit. There you go. If you listening to this podcast, bro, I appreciate you listening, man. Thanks for rocking with the team, but you absolutely suck. And he went through like 50 characters <laughs> and in all one of match? them was hot garbage. And Wait, in one match? He just kept yes, dying. Yes, he was, he was so bad. <laughs> he was so bad. He just literally kept dying. But all in all, I didn't have a super bad time in Overwatch. Um, So that's that. That was, brings me to another game in Rainbow Six Siege, in which I am enjoying for some apparent it. reason. Enjoying I haven't got annoyed in that game once, Um, even when I lose. Uh, I can't say the same thing for Miles because I think Miles really like winning in that game. But for me, I, bro, I know I'm not a pro, so it's like me going against niggas who good at basketball. They ask me to, you know, they ask me to what the, f- don't mind me, I'm just about to die soon. They ask me to um, like play a uh, uh, V or uh, a game to 21, and I'm like, I can't. Because I suck. <laughs> so, um, 
I don't mind. And if I end up playing that with them, I know I'm gonna lose because I suck. So, and that's the same thing with like um, Rainbow with me. Like I enjoy funny things happening in that game, even though at the time it might hurt because it's like, yo, I knew I lined up the headshot, but the way the hitboxes work, a female character in that game is impossible to hit sometimes because mm. the skin, unless they're the the Aussie girl gridlock, and then you know. She got a decent enough hitbox to hit, Bazinga. But for Ladies. for um um uh like me, I don't I don't care if I lose. My car about to blow up. Okay, I don't care if I lose. I'm I'm honestly happy in and just playing with my homies. That's like the whole reason I ask people to like download games. Now, if it's infuriating, just like I'm not don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna go around and download Fortnite. I'm not gonna go around and download no Black Ops Three. I'm not doing none of stuff like that. I'm downloading games in which I know people will play with me, and, and even if they rage quit off of it, I know probably the day later they'll get back on it again. Like mm. stuff like that. I'm not gonna play no Fortnite. No, only reason I'm downloading got my um Apex is because I promised extra. If I didn't promise him this. I I don't like freaking battle royale, so I wouldn't play it. Um. But like all in all, like I'm enjoying myself with the games. Oh, I redownloaded Shadow of War and uh, within this like when last time I played that, I mean last time I was talking about it on the podcast, uh, I was in the beginning of the game. I beat the game and then it's in the epilogue now. Uh, going back into it, I don't know. I don't know how. Did we start the podcast when God of War? I mean Shadow of War first came out. No, we only had this podcast for a year, yeah. right? Yeah. Shot like War, I think, is two years old. So I highly doubt that I really talked about the game. But for most people, know I doubt that game and how it stuff like that in terms of the end game and well, the epilogue and how you know grindy it was in the beginning. And um, now it's don't get me wrong, still grindy, but it's no way near. As grindy as it used to be, and I, 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 I can put that on my life. Um, I think I have done. I think it's a, is it a total of six or nine? Um, like um, what is it called? Like defenses, or you you holding down Mordor um, against the orcs trying to take all the castles that you got throughout the game. I don't know how many. It's like around that many or ten or something like that. When I first did that, I would say I was only able to take down like two a day before I shut the game off. Huh? Um, reason being is that it was so infuriating. Um, and mind you, it could just be because I'm in the beginning stages of it. Because I took down, I think I took I took down four or five so far, and it didn't die once. Not even, haven't even got knocked. The only time I got killed on this game is when it's this one orc. Who had this combination of something you can't beat unless you jump the nigga? It was like it's a combination of no chance and uh, which means if he if he downs you, that means you don't get a chance to like fight back. He just kills you, and he had like an epic trait of like mighty strength. So that means the hits that he hit you with basically downs you with one hit. So I was in a loop of just dying towards him, and then the every time I die, he will go up two levels. So I was like 48 and he was dating near 60 and I just kept 
dying to him. And wherever I go, he will ambush me and I will die again because you can't run from him. Um, so it was, it, I was in a death loop with that, but I jumped the nigga because ain't no one on ones in a one player game. Um, so other than that, I didn't die or anything during this conquest. And when I first played the bro, I died all the time. Like it wasn't because they, it's just the orcs I was going against were so much better than me. Like, not even, not even in the, oh man, you just don't know how to play the game. Like, no, they were resistant to everything and, and I had nothing for them. Nothing. The cheesiest thing in that game is vault ice and niggas. So you vault them and they turn into ice and you just keep hitting them till they explode. I couldn't do that to nobody. Mm. Um, and died multiple times. But now I'm chilling. Uh, Mind you, I'm in a spot where I have to recruit orcs and none of those niggas are near the level I am, so I will have to grind those orcs up. Sounds horrible. Uh, and I'm here to tell you, yes, it really is horrible. But I actually realized, so I didn't know at first, because um, they took the um, the aspect of pay to play out of a single player game, something that never should have been there in the first place. Um, but they let you keep all the stuff that you bought. So with me, and my TV is doing that thing again. With me, um uh I I uh looked at it and I remember I had a whole bunch of crates because I, I had like pre-ordered the game and stuff like that. So and when I was playing the game, when I first uh when I first uh Oh my God, bro, this thing is ticking me off. There's too much power in this house. Uh, when I first started playing it, um, it uh, how do I say this? I kept the crates. And as I, I always said to myself, as I either like get to a point when the orc started to be leveled up more than me, I will open a crate and get the orcs out of there to use those orcs to beat the game and stuff like that. So all those orcs I had left over is all in the game. And I could just take them out the garrison and put them inside the game if I wanted to. But that's still like some of the orcs really suck because it's random ass things like that. But if I really wanted to beat it faster, I would, but I do enjoy how the game is when it comes to recording orcs, you know, and there's this one orc that personally I have never gotten. I have almost gotten every orc in that game. There is one orc I have never gotten. And it's a two headed orc. And I want it so bad. It's like a shiny freaking Pokemon. Because the first time I seen it, I was playing a mission and it caught on fire and it died. And I was hurt. And mm. I wanted it. And if I get that orc, that orc would be my personal bodyguard and it will never die. But all in all, I'm having a good game week. Um, I don't really have a job. I just get paid to sit down and, and read an article once or two, once or twice. So I don't really have nothing to do on the other end, but um, yeah, uh, it was good for me, so I'm done. I'm about to literally strangle a power cord. Give me a second. No, hopefully, don't all right. So, <clears throat> for me, um, let's see, we'll start with start with watching. I watched uh, Tower of God, I caught up because I didn't see, I didn't watch last week's episode, so I had to catch up um, with this. Uh, this one and last week's episode, which was good. Um, I like the I like what they're doing with uh, Rahel 
simply because like the dreams that she's having, she's seeing that bomb is like getting further and like further and further away from her, like metaphorically and actually mm-hmm. in terms of like he's making new friends and stuff like that. And like um she's pushing her she's pushing herself away from him so that he doesn't become a burden to her because she wants to climb the tower for some reason. Oh, I like that. Uh, I really like the, uh, not the green, not the green one, but the other uh, princess of uh, Jahad. Uh, I just like how. The one where was wearing the heels. Yeah, the one that's wearing the heels. I just like it just because, just because of how like snide she is. And like, she just, she just seems like she's just there to have fun. Yeah, I like her character. Uh, I, I don't like the green chick. Like that, I don't like her at all. Um, simply because there's well, simply one because she reminds me of Balali, and I freaking hate lollies. Uh, two, I don't think like, um, they tried to do that though. That's just me, but like, go ahead. Man. I don't care. She, I'm getting lolly vibes from her, so <laughs> I, I don't like um, and two, I didn't care about her backstory. Um, it is what it is. You broke the rules, you got to suffer the consequences. Um, and then it was kind of weird because it's like they the the episode so episode six they built up like they showed this backstory and they showed how much it's like I came here to kill all the the, the princesses of Jahad because of what they did to her mom and then in like episode seven they kind of rushed it off for like comedic purposes like when when she was about to knock her off the tower it was like they just kind of switched to like the whole anime style of like oh don't let me fall don't let me die and it's just like oh okay. Yeah. Um, there goes that arc. Oh, uh, so and then proceed to be auntie and niece vibes, which was hilarious. Yeah, so it's just like, what's the point of you building that up? You just go let it, let it like fall to for comedic purposes. So it is what it is. Um, my favorite character in that show is Kuhn. Um, just because honestly, I feel like he's the main character. Uh, Bomb is just there for the ride, and he's always in his bag. So I, I, me- I mess with that. Um. Freaking horn dude, giving off a uh, simp vibes because he's not um <laughs> he's doing his sexy. energy stuff he like bomb for some reason. Him. I don't know why he's just like oh bomb. I may I guess he has like some kind of uh, and they're probably gonna explain it with his backstory. Like he probably has some kind of like inferiority complex because bomb as far as like the whole group is is established. Like bomb is like the the, the one that people you know want to take care of. They they see him as somebody who's weak. And I guess the the horn dude is like, oh, he's weak, so you know he shouldn't be able to do all this stuff um, that he's doing. But I, but I suck, dang, bro. Uh, and shout out to dude in the the pillow. I like folks too. He's a he's, he's a, like he's interesting. Guy. He, he... All right, technical difficulties. Uh, yeah, life happens. But uh, Cam, if you want to continue talking about uh, Tower of God, go ahead. Uh, I, I just wrap it up by saying I liked episode seven. Um. And I'm interested to see what happens next, especially with this whole game attack situation. Um, I know we go see a lot of um, see stuff from Coon. We're gonna see stuff from uh, Bomb, and then we're gonna see stuff from that uh, the Horn dude too. That's hating on Bomb, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so on to reading. I read um, my hero, the latest chapter. The, the latest chapter, this is the one where Shigaraki was having that dream, right? That's the latest chapter, right? Yeah, that was the latest chapter, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So I read that. Um, 
Uh, I hope somebody's, you know, it's about to be somebody's dropping on the flow. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see what, what is going to happen with Deku, especially because that ending panel where he was like, he, like he's coming, that had me very interested. Mm-hmm. And um, also sort of the dynamic between the inner conversations of like uh, Shigaraki and Deku, like Deku's having his conversations with like the previous wielders of um, One for All. Uh, and then Shigaraki kind of had his little inner conversations with like his family members uh, who were telling him like, oh, don't do this, don't do this. And then he was like, F it. And then I was also very interested in the fact that they basically confirmed that like somehow all for one wasn't didn't actually have his original powers that he like duplicated it and now he's given his actual powers to Shigaraki. So that that's pretty insane. I like I like it though because it ups the ante as far as like uh Deku's kind of final showdown uh with Shigaraki. So I'm very interested. I'm gonna start I'm gonna start reading my hero again a week because I fell off I just didn't give a shit. Um but this chapter made me um pick it back up. Um, so for, then I also read Demon Slayer, um, the latest chapter. All I'm going to say is shipping Twitter is about to be lit tomorrow because if certain characters don't end up with certain characters based off of the canon mindset of the fan base, people are going to be pissed or people are going to be very happy. So I'm very interested to see what happens tomorrow as far as like, who who ended up with who and whose kid or whose descendant is a uh, who, um, and also how she, how how, the, how she's gonna wrap it up? Like, is she gonna leave? Is she gonna leave room for a sequel, or is she just gonna be like, no, this is it, I'm out. Uh, I'm gonna take my accolades, peace out. Uh, either way, I would respect it. Um, with the latter option being uh, Shona Jump pulling up and basically going like, hey, you're a money maker. We're not gonna we not gonna let you off this uh this easily. Uh so we're gonna get a Boruto Demon Slayer. Or is they are they gonna respect her and go like, hey, you know what? We'll let you we'll let you slide off. Uh, which I highly doubt will happen. I highly doubt that. Uh, just because of how successful Demon Slayer is. Um so that's that. I read some Webtoon comics. I actually picked up one new Webtoon comics, and it's basically the Korean version of uh What's that Netflix show with the stalker dude? It's like you, yeah, I think. You. you. You, yeah. So it's, let me actually get the name right. Cause actually, let's see, I subscribe to it. I think this thing will load up. Do you load up Webtoons? Thank you. Uh, it's mine. That's what it's called. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, so this is essentially Korean uh, you and essentially the main character is stalking this chick. The they're well he he dropped out of high school and she's still in high school. Uh he he's been stalking her for the longest. But the twist is that like I think it I forgot what because there's only six chapters so far. Um I think it was like ep- episode four. She encountered the dude because what ended up happening is she's she she's being bullied a lot and she's being harassed by a lot of students. 
So it was this one day where she was walking home from her job and like a couple students were gonna like ambush her basically. Uh, but the dude who was stalking her wanted to protect her. So like he put on this bear costume and basically beat the shit out of everybody who tried to like mess with her. Um, but she ended up uh, peeping it. She ended up peeping it because he gave her, she left her phone and he gave it to her. So the next night uh, she, when they when she encountered him, she was like, oh, um, you you should, you, you know, it'd be, it'd be pretty cool if you, you know, you came to my school because, like, we could be friends. And then, like, uh, she said, like, something like, I like guys with short hair. And then the very next panel, he, show, he transfers to her class with short hair. And then the girl sees that, and then she smiles, and she goes, like, I caught you, you fucking stalker. So she knew for the longest time that she was being stalked. And so now it's like a game of cat and mouse, basically, where um, she's essentially, what she's trying to do is gather enough evidence to basically go like, this guy's been stalking me. Um, while he is basically trying to get friendly with her. Because essentially what the dude, the dude problem is that there's something like mentally unstable about him. Like more so than just like an average stalker. Like, they kind of show bits and pieces of his childhood, and essentially, like, you can kind of gather that he was probably abused as a child, or, like, he wasn't raised properly, um, because she actually ends up um, confronting him. Like, she goes, like, I know you've been stalking me, um, but I can't report you to the police because they're not going to believe me unless I have enough evidence to basically say that you've been stalking Um, And then he goes, like, stalking. He has a shocked face. Like, he doesn't know the actions that he's doing is wrong so i'm very interested to see how they're gonna kind of explore that uh because currently right now uh she encountered this other woman basically uh who kind of befriended her and it turns out that this woman is like a psychotic freaking serial killer uh, and she doesn't know it but the main character who's been stalking her knows it so they they're kind of confronting each other about that now so it's a very interesting drama um and I'm very, very interested to see what happens next. But I don't know. I don't know why. I just, I think I logged into Webtoons one day and they were like, hey, we recommend you check out this um, this series. And so I, I got caught up with this. So that's that. Um, and I actually did really catch up on Room of Swords. I let like a bunch of chapters build up, like 20 chapters build up for Room of Swords uh, since they were on season two. Uh, and I've hit a bit of a I've hit a bit of a roadblock with that series, right? Because it it looks like that series is trying to it's trying to pull a ruby. You good, Cam? Just animation of focused on the the. Sh- shipping part of the community that they're forgoing the actual story and that's what's starting to happen with room of swords especially with the fan base because all of the all the fan base is talking about now is um uh this x this or oh my god they they held hands or they looked at each other and it, it's annoying the hell out of me like i still i love the story but i i'm getting really bad vibes 
that they're starting to cater to the, the community in terms of like forsaking the actual reason of why I got into Room of Swords for like, oh my God, uh, hashtag will they, won't they? Like that, that shit is, is just annoying to me. So I, I'm hoping that this is all just a feeling that I'm having and that like these next couple chapters will will keep me motivated to continue because if I get, if I keep getting those vibes, I will drop the series and I will announce that like, this will be like the first webtoon series that I've ever dropped. I don't want to give that to my swords. Um, so that's that. And then on to playing. Uh, so uh, I'll start with, so Nintendo actually got a lot of money from me. This I ain't going to cap. I ended up buying Fire Emblem Warriors for the Nintendo Switch. And then I ended up buying, I ended up rebuying uh, Fire Emblem Fates on the Nintendo 3DS. Um, so for Fire Emblem Warriors, uh, I really like this game. This is like one of the most fun Dynasty Warriors type games that I've ever played. Um, it more so focuses on, and it's weird, it more so focuses on you fighting like a lot of strong enemies more so than like kind of scrub enemies basically it's weird to explain but uh the one thing that i do like about the game is that they incorporated a lot of the strategic elements that are associated with fire emblem games and mixed it up with the dynasty warriors hack and slash element uh so with this game like a lot of dynasty warrior games you can't really control what your allies do you have to hope that they programmed the smart ai to do like capture enemy bases or attack these units or defend these units. Uh, but with Fire Emblem, you can. Uh, so like essentially you can assign, essentially like there'll kind of be like maybe five friendly units that you'd have, like five army friendly units that you would have. And then you can sign, you can tell them like, hey, I want you to attack this base. Or, hey, I want you to defend this person. Or, hey, I want you to pair up with this person and attack this base. And it's really fun because it, it allows you to kind of, um, mix and match different play styles while you're, you're trying to do uh, certain objectives. And I, I really do enjoy that aspect of it. I did beat the story mode, so I'm doing like a lot of the extra side mission stuff to get better weapons and uh, more characters unlocked in the game. Story mode was, it was all right. It wasn't anything too special. I, I, I can tell you this, like Dynasty Warrior stories aren't ever good or not, aren't, aren't, aren't bad or not good. They're just like, who cares? I just want to beat a bunch of enemies up and feel like a god. So, like, it was all right. But from what I've played so far, I definitely do recommend if you are a fan of Fire Emblem, and you also do like the kind of Dynasty Warriors playstyle, this is worth the money. So, I recommend it. I give it like an eight out of 10. It was a fun game. And I, I'm still playing it. Um, and then on to PlayStation. Uh, I didn't really play any of, like, I didn't get to get a chance to play Trials of Mana. Or what's the other game? Or soccer award? Oh no, I did play soccer award. So I got up to. I think I'm on the the last chapter before finale. Uh, so stuff is starting to get real now. Like you know, it, it it you know it reminds me of like the twelve episode animes where like the first ten episodes nothing happens, and then at at the end of episode eleven suddenly shit starts to go down. Well, that's essentially what's happening with Soccer Wars. Like, it's actually niggas are starting to get clapped up, and I'm all for it. Um, so there's that. And then I also re-downloaded, like Detroit said, I re-downloaded 
I can't believe I'm finna say this. I actually re-downloaded Rainbow Six Siege. I actually re-downloaded Rainbow Six Siege. Um, and the first and the few matches that we played didn't piss me off as much, except for that last session that me, Daytrail, I think Aaron and Miles had. That was annoying. Like it wasn't it wasn't annoying in the sense that it made me want to uninstall this game, but it was just like, why am I playing this shit? Um but yeah, it is what it is. I, I've been having fun with it. I'm only having fun with it because I'm playing with y'all. Like I I would never touch this game by myself. I and never you should not. Um so that that's that. And then Overwatch, uh we had a session with uh it was it was me, Betrayal, Miles and Aaron and Extra. And I had fun. I, I had fun. Uh especially with the new well, he's not a new hero. He's a new hero to me because I stopped I'd stopped playing this game after Ash came out. Who came, who came out first? Was it was it the hamster or Ash? Uh, it was the hamster. It, no, it was the Ash. hamster then Ash. It was Ash. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. hamster then Ash. It was hamster then Ash. Okay, yeah. So I stopped playing after Ash, and I think after Ash, that's when uh John Baptiste Point Dusable came out, right? <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, the name. Yeah, all right. So I and then so that that's the person I've been playing a lot because I like Detroit was saying about people who don't like to pick. You know, heal it because they think that Overwatch is a Call of Duty, so they like to pick DPS a lot. Um, I like playing the like the more supportive roles, so I have no problem picking healer, especially if they're fun to play as. So I've been playing John Baptiste Point Usable, and uh, he is I like him a lot. Like he might be my favorite healer now, just because of his kit and just how I don't know. Like he has that invincibility shield. He has like an, an AOE. Um, healing spell that I really like. And then he has this normal kind of rate of fire. I don't like the fact that he can't heal himself through that. Especially if I'm like shooting it towards the ground and it's near me. Like I don't know. I guess because it's like oh it'd be too broken. But at the same time like I don't know man. Just give him something. Give him something instead of just I can't heal myself unless I have my L1 and that shit has a long cooldown. Like 15 seconds or 12 seconds and that's that's life and death um, when it comes to playing a healer, especially if you've got tanks who don't know how to fucking support their healers. Uh, so, but I've been having fun playing Overwatch. I think it's, it's really good. I also re-downloaded Apex, and I played a couple games with, uh, extra earlier. We got to the final squad, but they had the high ground, Anakin. They had the high ground, and we ended up losing. But I did have fun playing the, little, the few matches of Apex that I did. Uh, so all in all, it's been a good gaming week. Uh, and also, I'm very happy because I did say that I was going to, depending on how things went with One Piece Treasure Cruise with their sixth anniversary, I was either going to be mad or I was going to be happy. I'm, I'm happy to report that I got some really good pulls. I ended up pulling two. So there was four new legend units. Those are like the best units that you can pull in the game for those who don't know. Uh, and I ended up pulling two of them. Uh, so I'm very happy about that. Um, the events that they've had has been really interesting. Uh, so this has been a good week for me. I can't wait for to next week because I took Thursday and Friday off, and then we also have Memorial Day off next Monday or next next Monday. So I, I essentially have a five day weekend coming up. So I'm I'm so glad about that because work has been stressing me out. Uh, so that's it for me. All right, cool. So. Let's go ahead and look at what's been going on in anime manga world. Uh, I don't know if I reported this in a previous episode, but uh, Sailor Moon 
you can find the first three seasons of Sailor Moon on YouTube, allegedly. Uh, For free, so, or do you have to have, like... Free. Should be free. Um, So, but I don't know if, if it's on the American YouTube, though. So that's the... You know how, like, they have different regional YouTube, so... I'm gonna question it itself. So, uh, I was looking for... I did see some episodes, but I didn't see all three seasons, so... Um... Talking about this, is it Sailor Moon English dub season 102, season that's, 101? That, that's the thing. I'm not sure. I didn't bother to look. They just said Sailor Moon, first three seasons, Sailor Moon on YouTube. So, for available to view. So, okay. Because you have to pay for this one. So, I don't think this is it. Yeah. But moving on, uh, Food Wars will be back in July. Uh, so many people like me who were disappointed when COVID got hold of that. So that will be back in July with a good portion of the other season anime from this that was supposed to be on this season will be back in July. So I guess that's the timetable. Uh in the Pokemon movie twenty three, I don't think this even got a title, but the uh twenty third Pokemon movie was also delayed by COVID. So that's rather unfortunate. So that happened. And then we have a new, due to the success of Interspecies Reviewers, I think it gave manga that are in that same realm of borderline hentai uh, opportunity to shine in the anime world. So a manga called Worlds in Harem is going to be getting an anime in 2021. And it is about, uh, here's the description. A man-killer virus, which a lethal disease that has eradicated 99.9% of the world's male population, Mizuhara Rachel has been in cryogenic sleep for the past five years. Dog. Leaving... Dog. Wait, what? <laughs> My bad, bro. Dog. Wait, say that again, because I wasn't... I, uh, say it one more time. So I can catch what, the whole thing? Start from after the man killer disease. Oh, the man killer disease. A lethal disease that has eradicated 99.9% of the world's male population. That sounds Me- like that sounds like what female Twitter would love to happen in this day and age. Let me finish the description. Mizahara Reto, I, I might be butchering that name, has been in cryogenic sleep for the past five years, leaving behind Tachibana Arisa the girl of his dreams, when Rachel awakens from the deep freeze, he emerges into a sex-crazed new world where he himself is the world's most precious resource. Rado and four other male studs, Pauls, are given lives of luxury in one simple mission, repopulate the world by impregnating as many women as possible. All Rachel <laughs> wants and however is to find his beloved Arisa who went three years who went missing three years ago. Can Rito resist to, temptation and find his true love? Shout out to that's that. a hand on it, bro. Shout out, a <laughs> a shout out to incest too, because like, so you repopulate. Like, if you if one dude impregnates a bunch of women, like you have to make it so that like your seeds populate more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. But like, if it's only four dudes and a bunch five. of women, five dudes and a bunch of women, like that's, or you even finna have some three eyed kids walking on earth, bro. On that. <laughs> exactly but uh but yeah so yeah that's, that's basically because i think byron said that it's a hentai 
Not yet. That's a hentai, dog. He, he said that it's like a hentai manga. Mm. Yeah. Well, so. it's getting the anime. So, it's nothing we can really add in regards. There's nothing else I can really add in regards to this situation. Uh, they just... It, it's going to get shut down. <laughs> it's probably going to get shut down based on how far they go. So we'll see where this goes uh, next year whenever it drops. Uh, moving on to gaming, which has been a really good week for gaming. Uh, Cam, you want to uh, just talk about the Ghost of Tashima reveal? Because I didn't watch it yet. Oh, yeah. Um. So PlayStation had a state of play earlier this week that was basically um solely focused on showcasing uh some ghost of tsushima gameplay take hints and xbox um and what we from what i've seen sucker punch uh seems to be doing a really good job uh the things that they showcased oh so originally it was like i wanted to get ghost of tsushima just because i have a bias towards kind of like samurai style games and i really like sekiro I really like Neo, so it was just like I was gonna get Ghost of Tsushima just because. But now that I actually saw the the gameplay of it, it definitely it's definitely like I'm copying this game. Like it's pre order copy, and I want to play it. Like I'm actually looking forward to play. Uh, so they first showcased a lot of the exploration that you're gonna do in the game, mm-hmm. and they they put a heavy emphasis on the fact that there's not gonna be a a UI sort of say like a, a HUD basically. Where it's like, you know, you have like a map on the corner and uh, objectives on the right side. Like, it's more so like they really kind of want to immerse you in the environment of the game. So, of course, there's like your standard over overworld map. But as far as like you playing Jin, who's the main character, there's not going to be an actual like HUD telling you where to go and what to do. Um, so they, they have a heavy emphasis on exploration first. It sort of reminds me of, and a lot of people have, have pointed this out, uh, it reminds me of a culmination of of uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and uh, God of War PS4. Where it looks like where Legend of Zelda was more so huge, expansive open world and you can do anything you want to, wanted to do. Uh, and then it has the mixture of God of War, where God of War was was very, even though you know a lot of sections that were kind of close knit, they did focus a lot on the environment around you, like graphically and stuff like that. So it's like a kind of a mixture of the two. Um, and then when they went into the combat, so they had they said that there's two modes essentially. Um, one like the samurai mode, if you want to confront enemies head on. Uh, it seems like they did take a lot of inspiration from uh, Neo because there's like they had like different stances. I didn't see. I saw like he converted into like a water stance, and it seems like it's it kind of has that Arkham or Arkham or Shadow of War thing where like deflecting is going to be very key. But they also have the realistic samurai elements of. So like when it comes to samurai battles, it's not about doing long ass combos and stuff like that like samurai battles are like if i catch you off guard i'm gonna stab you once and you're dead basically like i'm gonna just kill you outright and let it be done so it, it seems like 
from what I've seen of the samurai combat, it was like that because like he deflected enemies and then like essentially kind of one shot at them or like did like some cool little finishers. Uh, and if that's the case, because I'm pretty sure there there's gonna be a lot more combat options or even certain combos, but I don't think it's gonna be like Batman Arkham Asylum or Shadow of War where it's like super flashy long ass combos. It's more like you'll you'll get into confrontations where you want to catch the enemy off guard and finish them off. And I'm okay with that. And then the next uh they show gameplay of Jin the Ghost basically, where that's more so the Assassin's Creed type of gameplay where uh it's, it's more stealth game? based and it's so what? This is a different game entirely. No, no, no. This is a different gameplay style. Oh, okay. Cause it's so not... you have you have the samurai aspect where if you want to like fight enemies head on, you can. Or if you want to do it more so a la stealth, they have like the kind of the Assassin's Creed element where you're going around like sat like stealth assassinating people. You can use tools to distract enemies. Um, depending on your notoriety as the ghost of certain camps will fear you. So, like, if you... Because it was one encounter where, um, like, the dude who was playing, like, assassinated a bunch of dudes, and then, like, uh, this... There was this last guy who was, like, on his legs, basically, like, no, don't do it, don't do it. And then he, like, stabbed him in the throat. So, like, there, <laughs> there seems to be, like, a, a fear system in, in the game. Kind of like how... I think Arkham Knight kind of had that as well. Yeah. But it's more so amplified in this game where depending on which, I guess, which style you do, so, like, the honorable samurai or the dishonorable ghost, um, your notoriety will spread throughout the camps. Like, you might get different gameplay interactions based off of that. So that's really cool. Um, they also have a lot of, like, kind of neat um, quality of life things. Like, they have this um, Kurosawa mode, or essentially, like, um, for people who are fans of, like, old-school know japanese samurai movies that are like black and like you know film grain black and white they have a they literally have a mode where you can just set the game like that and it makes it a lot more cinematic when you have those one-on-one samurai encounters which is really cool um they also have a like a super expansive photo mode uh that you can play around with and they show some pretty cool interesting angles like that uh and then they had talked about customization features and they said that customizing Jin uh, is like the armor that you equip on Jin is not just cosmetics, it's tied to his play style. So if you have like a lot of more heavy armor or like, you know, like heavy samurai armor, that's going to lean more towards if you want to do the samurai type of gameplay or if you have like light sort of clothing that leans more into the ghost uh, gameplay. So it seems like there's a lot of love getting put into this game. It's essentially... Like people are basically calling it the unofficial Assassin's Creed Japan that people have been asking Ubisoft to do for like the longest time, but Sucker Punch basically was like, "Hey, we're gonna do it for you and do a better job because Ubisoft is fucking garbage." Um, but I'm looking forward to this game. Uh, I think they said it drops July 17th. Yes, I think. Yeah, so uh, I definitely am going to be purchasing that game, uh, and then I'll give you my first impressions when we get to that so shout out to playstation that was that's a w that's a good prw because you know the whole naughty dog situation ain't been too good but i think this definitely was like a good push in the right direction for sony in terms of like showing off this game uh 
more expansively. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, well, I'm gonna definitely check. I've, I've been meaning to check it. I just it kept slipping my mind, but you sold me to definitely check it out. And the gameplay makes it sound really like there's. It's, I like multiple ways to play games like this, and it just kind of makes the challenge. And I like that. But when you saw the gameplay, was it does it come off more fast paced or more slow? It comes off fast paced. Oh, um, okay, okay. Especially like the samurai, because like he. So they showed they showed this Mongol camp basically where you, you essentially and he literally like he walked up to the person like he pressed this button and then it was like a stand hmm. off basically um and then essentially you defeated a whole bunch of enemies and like you cleared the camp and then they showed the same camp but they did it um with the ghost play style so he infiltrated the camp he like did stealth kills he used like these distracting like of firecracker things and then like double assassinated people it was like it's it looks like it's gonna definitely cater towards a like it catered towards multiple playstyles. so if you're somebody who loves stealth don't like you know direct confrontations um and you like kind of using fear to manipulate and uh kind of move pieces to like where you want to you know do things in a game i think that the the, the ghost is going to be a like awesome for that uh and then but if you're somebody who likes to pull up and like cut niggas up then like that's the samurai gameplay i myself i think i'm just gonna be i'm gonna explore both options because they both look interesting so that's pretty cool um but i think the the most important thing that the game is trying to do is more so setting up the environment because that game looks gorgeous like um it was a it was a scene where he was riding the horse along like the i forget i don't know what those those grasses are called like the grass that has like the white kind of glade at the top of it and like the wind was shifting it as he was riding the horse through it and it just looked beautiful so i think that that photo mode that they showcased off you're gonna see a lot of people using that and posting like pictures on twitter and stuff like that that's what's up and you said sucker punch is uh developing it right yeah sucker punch so the people who made um the infamous uh, yeah infamous and all of that i find that interesting because because pretty much Ghost of Tsushima is going to be the last game, well, at least the last AAA title to drop on the PS, uh, th- PS4, and unless you count Cyberpunk. But no, the, next the last exclusive. That's been yeah, the last exclusive. Let's put it that way. But And Sucker Punch is developing it, and then Sucker Punch also developed one of the first PS4 uh, games, which was Infamous 3. So I find it how it's like a beginning and end when it comes to five D chess, bro, Sony yeah. had it planned. I swear, man, stay woke, man. Sony know what they doing, G. So moving on, since we still on a Sony love train, uh, Epic Games, well, Epic, what well, I don't know is uh, Epic's confusing games or whatever. No, it was uh, Epic Games. Yeah, Epic, Epic Games. games uh, also during the week, uh, dropped a tech demo for the PS Five, uh, showing off the Unreal Engine. What is this? Four or five for the Unreal Engine? This is Unreal Engine 5. Damn. So, pretty much showing off the Unreal Engine 5, but also using it, using the PS5 uh, specs. Let's be specific. Specs here. And it blew everybody away. That's just, I'm, like, everybody was blown away by it. It looked uh, really good. Yeah, it looked really good. Uh, There were people saying, oh my god, was it really gameplay? And, you know, those are the Xbox people, but guess what? You got no games. 
uh and you i mean epic decided to show not really a game but what people usually do with unreal engine which is show off shit and i was, it was basically really showing like future developers how to what, use the engine for what the engine can do on the p because like a lot of people were saying that there was a people going like because they're saying like oh you know xbox is done like this is a sony w where is it's not necessarily that um this is what's kind of going to be applied across all platforms so pc xbox series x and uh sony um the thing is is that they showcase what they showcase were kind of based off ps5 specs so that's why people are like oh this is a big w for sony which you know it is because it's some it's like it's giving some us something to look forward to as far as next generation software mm-hmm. um and then even like as far as like the even though that's like a super tech demo game that game looked really interesting it does when they showcase that like it was like a tomb raider mixed with like the anthem style flight um simulator stuff and it looked really interesting um obviously for people going like games especially on console they aren't really gonna look exactly like that Mm -mm. it's just a taste of what they can really do as far as unreal yep i definitely agree uh but i left impressed the the end like the last minute when like the flying part yeah. I was just sitting there like, you know what, G? G, this is what beautiful. Like people were saying they would love to see Superman and stuff like that. Like Man, uh, that, that would engine. be awesome. It's a lot of games I would love to see. Like if I ever get a Superman game, the only thing that would ever stop me from playing said Superman game would be a Superman v Goku game in which it would kind of be in the style of what's that game? Like Shaolin Warriors or Shaolin Monks, in which Goku and Superman were able to fight the forces of evil when Frieza ripped a hole in the space time container and teamed up with Lex Luthor. That would be the only thing to get me off said Superman game if it was to be made. That well, I, I have some very interesting news for you um, because, according to, uh, I think this was like two weeks ago, um, according to a source in Warner Brothers, Ain't gonna be no Superman games at all. Uh, I think somebody it was like it was supposed to be. There was like a lot of screenshots um, going around of like kind of like this Superman game in development, but essentially like I think it was like a meeting with Warner Brothers, and essentially they were like, "We're not interested in making a Superman game, so hmm. you ain't gonna see that." And I cry. Mm. Yo, Daytra, I don't know if you're watching the Overeem fight, but this nigga's getting his ass whooped. But, oh, um, crap! But, too busy paying attention to the podcast? I respect it. But, uh, but yeah, but, like, I was really impressed, uh, especially, like, for, because, like, like you said, Ken, I'm not, I know that's not, every game's gonna look like that, but the potential is worth it in itself, because just the image of, like, if we was to get a Superman game, that would be pretty dope. Uh, right. Hell, even Spider like the next Spider Man game, bro. Oh yeah, with the web yeah, swinging. Ne- like, oh, yeah. yeah, because we know Sony's going to at least push the limits with their exclusive. So, but in terms of, like third parties and stuff, like it, it depends. But like Superman, I mean uh, Spider Man would look really great. Uh, God of War. Oh man. God <laughs> 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 of War, oh, man. God of War Five. Come on now, <laughs> look, man. If God of War play- is already a very beautiful game, 
to enhance that beauty would be something of legends. Exactly. Like, dog, like if, if my PS5 ain't sound like a jet, then bro, you, your game ain't looking, your, your game ain't it, bro. And graphically, graphically, let's be specific here. Graphically. But, but yeah, shout out to uh, Unreal G getting uh, at least gamers uh, something hyped about positively in terms of the gameplay department. So, shout out to them doing that. And on topic of Epic Games as well, Fortnite is definitely going to be back for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. So, round of applause for them bringing Fortnite back. We know. That's money. Exactly. It ain't never going to die. Uh, but, yeah. So, the greatest grand news of this week in terms of between both is the return of Tony Hawk, the remaster of 1 and 2. Uh, Daytra, I know you was this, you like, I'm just as excited, but I know you was just as excited. You saw the news first, so I'll let you uh, talk about it. So, I start this off by saying, waking up on a day in which I went to sleep probably at four o'clock in the morning and somehow woke up at six, I was like, huh, my eyes hurt really, really bad. And then I proceed to try my best to go to sleep and I couldn't. Um, while myself not being able to go to sleep, I end up coming on Twitter and seeing a uh, rumors about Tony Hawk Pro Skaters remake is in development. I'm like, huh? It came from a text from Tony said Hawk. And I was like, ain't nobody about to watch. I mean, ain't nobody about to believe somebody got a text from Tony Hawk and leaked it. And plus that number seemed like a hotline number. So, <laughs> so, I, I proceeded to take that with the biggest grain of salt. And I did. Um, yeah, I am real. Fuck my life. So, um, as I took that with a grain of salt, uh, I proceeded to continue watching. God, Lee Overeen hitting this nigga with some knees. Yeah. It, I proceeded this is the biggest to, turnaround uh, ever. Keep watching. And, um, next thing you know, Tony Hawk said, best birthday gift ever. Pro Skater 1 and 2 is being remade. I peed a little because I woke up and I had to go use the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Lord have mercy. But then I thought to myself, Pro Skater 5 sucked. And not just because Lil Wayne was skating on there. Because it just automatically sucked. It was our garbage game. And then gameplay came out. And I saw all all the memories that I had mm-hmm. playing with my brother and watching him systematically break me down through um, through um what's that called um through uh skateboarding and then I thought to myself man I'm getting this game and I I I I, I saw what particularly made me happy is I saw two maps that me and my brother played extensively which was school in mm. the warehouse dog me and my brother played Warehouse is a classic. Game. And particularly Pro Skater 2, because if I have Pro Skater 1, trust me, I do not remember me playing that game. Um, I don't think it is. And I, I, I just love it. Um, I'm happy. I can't wait. If they don't have uh, spray paint in there, in which when you will go against uh, one other person, Oh yeah, you got to cover the map. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a fun. Online, going against you niggas, straight fuego. We hate each other after that. I need fat. I need creative park back. 
Um, that's confirmed to be back. Let's get it. And I need the black dude. What was his control? What was they the said, black dude name on Pro Skaters? Ooh, was it Kareem? Or something? Hey, is it Kareem? Hey, Kareem, something like that. Yeah, Kareem. I need folks to be back with his long yellow and purple jersey, jersey, right, jersey because boy. they couldn't get the Lakers, so it was just a skateboarding jersey, bro. I need folks back. I need well, them back. They did also say oh, most of the dudes. Game, they said most they of the dudes who are in add, the game will be back. They said they're gonna add new skaters and stuff like that, which I'm cool with. But if I ain't got Kareem, who yo, he is he, bro. I don't say this often because I think it's a it's a dumb analogy, bro. But even though he is black, he's like super invited to the barbecue. Like when he walks into the barbecue, the niggas gonna say, "Hey!" <laughs> That's how cold Kareem is. Um, I need folks back. So, um, oh yeah, Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk, black. Of course, you don't even have to, you know. This is the way it goes. That's my favorite picture of all time. Overeem looked like he won this. Um, Damn. But yeah, I'm happy. Y'all can talk about all uh, the rest of it. I, I got what I need out of, you know, this quarantine. And I, it is $40. Yeah, $40, too. For two games, that's, that's nice. That's a, that's a deal. So, but uh, other little details. It's made by Activision. Remember that. Just don't want to see part. any skater packs. That's a scary or... part. <laughs> That's a scary okay, part. Is the Activision yeah. part? <laughs> if at, if Activision Activision's on that game, I'm gonna be very mad. Like we we don't know what we're going to get. like it, the Activision the publishing is the scary part, but uh, Vicarious Visions is the in development, so that is under the Activision window. So we do have to be scared. But in terms of like stuff I've read, there is love being put into this game in terms of just trying to bring back the feeling of one and two, specifically two. Uh, they said they pretty much kept in terms of like the blueprints and just modernized everything. That's what I read. Uh, they did say most. They didn't really say most. They didn't just really. They just said any of the characters that was on two will be back and they will be rescanned to look old. So we'll have old man Tony. We might get old man Kareem G. If we get old man oh, Kareem G, I, I respect hey, it. Hey, it's lit, dog. <laughs> we get old man Kareem. We lit. So that's I like that little uh little detail. Uh the only thing I kid you not. All I need is Midnight Club back and, and, and Oh and my god, up. Midnight Midnight Club three dub no, I don't even care if it's I, I just need Midnight Club three dub edition. If, oh my god. That's all we need. If they remake that game <laughs> Ooh. Man, look, bro. The 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 moment it goes available for pre-order on the PlayStation store, it's a it's, Bro, it's, the it's funny not... thing is the messed up thing is, bro, is that it's made by Rockstar. And yeah, Rockstar ain't like the old Rockstar, bro. Takes forever for them to make a game, dude. Yeah, they they go into too much detail with the game. Bro. They are sitting on a treasure trove of cash with that remake. Come on, bro! Like, give us that, bro! Like, just give us that, and just all you got to do is make the 2020, 2019 versions of most of those cars, bro. And keep and keep the old glitches and bugs in there, because y'all remember in Midnight Club Three <laughs> Double Edition, it was that it was that one part of of the city where it was this loop, right? And then yeah. if you drove, like, if you were on a motorcycle, if you did, like, the right angle and you drove up the loop, you and it will launch you into, like, the it's like a building. 
Yeah. And then you I would know. like be in that building, bro. Bro, um, me and my brother used to do that all the time, dog. I know exactly what you're talking. I, I, it cost me a race to act the first time it happened. I was like, nigga, <laughs> it cost me the race, G, bro. <laughs> Good times, man. But yeah, we get Midnight Club, bro. It's lit. The uh, the only negative so far is they can't bring back every song. Uh. The only I'm looking at the list, the five songs they can't bring back, and I really don't know which one. The only ones I know is the Public Enemy song, so that's the only one worth a damn. Is it the song America? Bring yeah, bring the noise. Yeah, that's the only song they can't bring back. That's one. The only song I know of. And that's a point off already, dog. That's a point off already. So it's at a nine out of ten. Hey, look, that's on that's Favorite Flay's fault. G Favorite Flay said, "Uh, look, man, we need that money." And they lie, nigga. Suck our dick. We Activision, nigga. <laughs> bro, what the? F- that's so cause the slapper. That was a that slap. was the that was the song that you was gonna do some raw ass tricks, bro. You had like if that played, you had to literally you had to go crazy. G. I'm you praying that the uh I'm praying that the secret moves and stuff is like I could do. My favorite secret move was humping the board, G, because I was a little bitty ass kid. <laughs> 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 I'm praying I could bring the hump the board back. Hey, look, bro. It, I'm looking forward to the online battles. G. Let let paint be back. Let high school, all this stuff be back, bro, for online. Just so we high just school have... was such. That was my favorite map, dog. I like the city map, bro. This with, with the cars, G. You get ran over by yes. the cars, G, and the, and they yeah. talk shit to you. Yeah, that was hilarious. Man, I need this back, bro. I need this man. September can't come quick enough. Yeah, look, yeah September got cyberpunk. This. Oh damn! Damn, Cyberpunk! I'm really gonna be playing pro skater, boy. Fuck! What <laughs> depends? It depends how I can make this female big. This female vagina is. Can I make it like as big as a, a house? Oh, and as he walk around, you just see it. Or, <laughs> or can I give her an advanced camel toe in which it looked like two T Rex faces? <laughs> Nigga said okay. advanced camel toe. You know the name of it. You already know the amount of dick girls you go see on Twitter. Who gives a crap about the dick? I don't. <laughs> I just want to know if I can make her stuff look like a chimney. Nigga. It's just a big gaping hole. <laughs> That's it. And it got me so. This nigga said uh, a chimney. Now, let me quit before I cancel myself. Uh, but yeah, play starter too. Woo! Exactly. Like, we all excited for that. So shout to next next up underground. I need that. I need Look, underground. I need. G, underground. If they remaster ugly folks with the bogus ass Jimmy goddamn folks from Bully Scholarship haircut, bro. Y'all gonna be cursing out every day. <laughs> yeah. doing, bro? G, I'm doing a story mode multiple times just to treat folks, bro. This dude is a pussy <laughs> to the highest extent. <laughs> Hey, no cap, though, bro. Folks used to folks used to run from a nigga, bro. I used to see him at every competition. He used to run from a nigga, B. Yeah, he used to smoke, dude, G. He had sat there and seen me do the that um, one time I went against the competition with Tony Hawk, and Tony Hawk whooped my shit, bro. <laughs> Tony Hawk was like, no. Nah, I'm like, this nigga beat my ass. <laughs> they said, yo, up this man's points, G. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But um, what I'm about to say um, speaking of that, I would I would say this: we get a chance, we could talk about the best Tony Hawk misses or end all moment in the games we played. That's all y'all, because America Wasteland was a slapper too, and America I got Wasteland so many moments, moments in that game. That had moments, uh, 
But one of my favorite moments in Underground is when <laughs> they told you to go outside at night and it was nothing. Oh, but in Russia? <laughs> was it Russia? Yes, bro. Huh? You said Russians? I thought that was crazy. No, when you were stuck in Russia at night. You were stuck in Russia oh. at night? Yeah. On underground, no, right? In the, in the first, yeah. in the hood, G. You was in the oh, hood at night. Oh, yeah. You was oh, yeah. Kids walking around and stuff. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I remember. It's starting to pop back up. Yeah, so I can't wait for that mission. When I can be like, man, they really had me skating around some crackheads, bro. That neighborhood was fucked up, G. That was the hood. <laughs> Oh man, can you put some muffin? Muffin. Muffin. Cam, you want to add anything? Nope. I'm excited for it. All right. Cool. Um, I don't have the soundboard loaded up. So, uh, we got clowns out here in these streets. Uh, do, 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 Exactly. So, we do clown things. So we got clown uh, teams out here, it? man. Goofies out here in these streets. Uh, let's see here. My clown of the week. It's still a lot of freaking stuff I want to just clown. Uh, one of y'all want to go first? Cause I I'm trying to sort my thoughts. Yeah, man. Um, I really don't have a clown, so I give it off to that nigga who played in Overwatch, Mother Biscuit, whatever your name no. is. When I'll I see, see you, see if this. I catch you lacking, my nigga, it's 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 clobbering. He was so bad. <laughs> Never played with somebody so bad in Overwatch, bro. But um, yeah, clown goes to pose. We lost because of him. Mm. We literally lost because of him. Like I literally mm. see him play Lucio Gallo speed, speed boost. Man, they beat that nigga ass so fast, bro. I, man. Mm. Wow, dude. Uh, now I know who I'm about to get uh, my clown to. So I'm about to give a clown to, uh. This nigga music soul child. I don't know if y'all saw the group chat or did I throw in the group chat, but this nigga jeans, bro. This nigga's jeans is horrible, bro. He took and I don't know when this picture took place. It's old, it has to be because the pants are baggy as fuck. But he had a photo shoot and it's the amount of jeans in the background in his pictures is like criminal. Let me throw this in the group chat. I thought I did. If not, y'all could probably check it. Yeah, it's in the group chat, but. This nigga, there's, I don't know if the pants are upside down because, gee, there's a pocket where his ankle should be, I, I will assume. And it's throwing me off. But, nigga, this shit's disrespectful. Matter of fact, the clown is everybody, whoever made baggy jeans popular, bro. It makes no sense to me that we thought this was cool. It is scary. When I look back at 2000 fashion, G and Muggs thought shit was cool like this, bro. Why? Why was this acceptable, G? Plain and simple. But Music Soul Child bogus is there for these pants, bro. Shit's outrageous. <laughs> uh, Daytra just posted a picture of a nigga in a long-ass t-shirt. Uh, where's his arms? <laughs> where's this nigga's arms? <laughs> where's this nigga's arms, G? I need an explanation. <laughs> but yeah. The that is, is a tall ass teeth. Nigga, he is, I don't see his arms. Is he a ghost? Maybe. I hope not. But uh, I hope I'm not making fun of him because he don't have arms. But that's my clown is 2000 fashion. G. 
and whoever make that shit cool. Y'all bogus. Don't ever bring that shit back. Cam? Yeah. I don't have a clown, so. Alright, cool. So, pretty chill episode. Uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you do follow us on Twitter at the Black Otakus at the Black Otakus. Greatly appreciate that. And whatever uh, social media platform, I mean not social, I mean podcast and platform that you're listening to us on, make sure you hit that like subscribe button on YouTube and Media. Uh, make sure you do check out the newest podcast on YouTube and Media, Timeless Vibes. Where you got myself and uh, my boy Chaz. We're talking about music and what's going on in the industry and such. And our thoughts on music as well. What's been dropping recently and stuff. So check that out if you're into music. Uh, We appreciate you guys for listening. All the support. And peace. Peace out. I'm interested.